Welcome along to episode four of the Loftcast. I'm Ian Taylor from the QBR Media team, and today I'm joined by Andy Sinton, Paul Morrissey, and this man. It's a mistake. It's a chance for Mucky. He might just have won it. In stoppage time, Mucky, the Queen's Park Rangers. They were two goals down. They now need three-two. Well, I think Jamie Mackey has just written his name into Rangers folklore. Jamie Mackey, welcome along. Um, good to see you, mate. Yeah, good to see you guys. Fantastic. Everything all right? Yeah, good. Getting just there. got out of the gym? I have today, yeah. And a swim? Sunbathing. No, I was, I, was <laughs> in the, I was in the gym, actually. I was working hard, so nice to be off the crutches and walking around and I can start getting at it now. Great. We'll touch on the injury um, a little bit later on in the, uh, in the podcast. First things first, though, what's the... The general feeling around the, in, in, in the camp, around the squad, as we look at the first five games, nine points on the board, happy? Yeah, definitely. You've got that kind of um, good buzz around the training ground, which, you know, good results always brings naturally. But I think uh, the lads have had a pre-season to buy into what the new manager, well, I say new, but this is the first time with the lads over, over the summer period. And the lads have seemed to bought into it. They're training really, really hard. And I think that that's showing on the pitch. The lads look strong and uh, and fit and, and the results are showing. So, yeah, the, the move's good. Nine points from those five games in fifth position. Do you feel as a group that that's about right, given the, the five fixtures so far? Or I guess you'd look back at that Preston game and think that should really yeah. be, be a better result. But then you look at the two away wins at Cardiff and Wigan and probably you'd have taken a point from both of those games. So Yeah, I think you know if you look on the balance, we're, we're fifth in the league. We've got nine points in the league. I think you, you've got to be fairly happy with that. I think the opposition that you've got, um, come the end, you can look back and go, they only finished here, there and... And wherever, but a championship, you know, games are, you take Newcastle, we, we might beat them 3-0 or lose 3-0. Preston at home's a tough game. Yeah. Um, as tough as Barnsley away, as tough as Cardiff away and mm. as tough as, as someone else at home. It's, it's like that. Everyone knows that. They've seen enough championship football. So I think nine points is, is a really good return and um, we're in and around where, where we want to be and, and if not, try and be a little bit higher come the end of the season. I think one of the challenges as well, going into this weekend's game, you're looking at it, Blackburn at bottom and perhaps there'll be an expectancy maybe from the QPR fans, we're at home against a team who are bottom, we should win this. But as was shown against Preston, they were in that position when we played them and, and they came and they fully deserved the three points. And even going back to the season when we won the league and won the league comfortably, I remember I was getting absolutely slapped Scunthorpe away. We got <laughs> yeah. beat 4-1. Yeah. And, it just, it just, yeah, and it just made absolutely <clears throat> no sense. And I suppose that is what the championship is about. There are no gimmies in the championship. Yeah, I think that is the most important thing that people have got to understand and consistency is what takes you takes you through. I think historically two points a game will get you automatic mm, promotion, yeah. which I definitely think is going to be the case this year. So if you're anything around that, then you know that's where you want to be. That's what we want to aim for. So Blackburn at home, I, I personally think the most important thing is when you're playing a team, they're surely low on confidence. They haven't got a win yet. You have to start. Start front. quickly. Yeah, definitely. And also get that ruthless streak where, you know, they, they really are, they're definitely going to be in low on confidence. So if we get a goal, go for another goal, you know, make it really hard. And then, and then you can see the confidence flowing through our team and it's hard for them. So mm. I feel if you take the initiative and against teams like that, obviously we're looking that we should win the game, but, you know, we're not naive enough to know that it's going to be a 
a tap in as it were it's a tough game like every every game is as a player Jamie do you haven't been a player myself I used to look at certain games and think you know what Tuesday night we've got X coming up um, but do you change your whether it's subconsciously or, or in the in the, in the conscious now do you, do you change your mentality for who you're playing I think it's easy to get up when it's a full house against Newcastle or, or someone but Preston at home does it does it throw up a different type of mindset for players I think it's funny you should say that actually because uh, being an attacking minded player like yourself you, you look at games you think Preston at home potentially you're like oh, God. yeah yeah there, there is times where you're like come on yeah. and you come off disappointed sometimes mm. and it, it makes you realise well every game is you have to earn the right don't you yeah of course definitely and then you play Newcastle at home and let's be honest or or any team big teams we've had at home before you're naturally buzzing but I think you know myself as a player I was buzzing for any type or I am buzzing for any type of game because the lesser so-called teams you're going into it eager to go right this could be a great night for me and Mm -hmm. then and then the other teams naturally you're up higher anyway so if you find that balance I find it easier easier to go and you're always up then. Instead yeah, of, but your balance yeah. is to be excited <laughs> all the time. Yeah, mine's probably not a good yardstick. I'm always excited for games. So, you know, that's the, definitely the hardest thing about being injured. But yeah, definitely. I think that that's the key to the championship is consistency. And I think, you know, with the staff we've got now, the preparation for games is literally... 10 out of 10, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, they really, they're there a long time at the training ground, uh, thinking about what's the right thing to do on a match day, how to set up and uh, nothing's taken lightly. That's what I'm trying to say. So we're playing Blackburn at home. It will be treated equally as big as Newcastle, which is... I I, I think, again, speaking from, you know, within the game, uh, a lot of people don't understand sometimes what seems to be the easy games... Yeah. on paper can actually be the most difficult to, to whether that's expectancy whether that comes from the fans or the players or whatever it just seems to go hand in hand what seems to be the easiest game is uh, turn out your blooming yeah, toughest I think you know a massive case of that was in the Euros this year that <laughs> I was just going to say but I didn't yeah. like to <laughs> <laughs> and we um, we were chatting about earlier weren't we about you know we've got Sunderland coming up for yeah. their fans they're potentially going right we've got a team in the championship whoever t- whatever team it is they'll be expected maybe to come down and win where yeah. we're going right we've got a crack at to show that we can play against Premier League teams, and they're great nights, unbelievable nights to play, and they're they're, they're brilliant. You can you can show Premier League manager play against Premier League players, rip yeah. up good opposition, and people go, "Cool, he's a good player," or yeah. "That's a good team," and it, it's a good place to play. So it, I I actually think it is harder to probably play against the team where you are expected to yeah. win, and that's why expectation levels should be high at this football club because in my opinion we should be aiming to get promoted and that's what I want I want us to see us and that's what the fans want so naturally it's always quite high which is great I think as a player you've got to take that on board and, mm. and try and win on the other hand consistency is what we're going to what, what's going to happen uh, is is how we're going to get there That that's the key you're not going to win it or, or go up this month are you so yeah. you mentioned right. those big games that are coming up and I guess that we have to touch on it, the injury, and I guess that's what makes it even more difficult for you at the minute because those big games are coming up and unfortunately Jamie Mack is going to be missing them. How are you recovering? What's the what's the period of rehab like for you at the minute? Yeah, it's it's gone into a phase which I'm far happier with, which is that I can actually do something. Um, the first one, I've got to be honest, it's been a nightmare for me um, and my family. My wife's probably happy that I'm <laughs> back hair. in the gym. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a tough time because I came back from the hamstring. I didn't even kick a ball. I'm back out with my ankle. I'm not used to that at all. Uh, and I it was quite innocuous, wasn't it, this one? Yeah, I mean, I did it last year. And I've, I've had a nightmare year, let's be honest. I, yeah. I'm not hiding away from that. It's been, it's been terrible. So um, I, I carried on playing through, through 
my ankle pain because I hadn't played enough football and I wanted to get out there. Um, and I thought with the time off with my hamstring, it was settled down. Mm. It, it, it didn't, and it sort of reared its ugly head when I started running again. So, um, yeah, so I've had to rehab this one now, but it's, you know, you've got to get your head down and be strong and get through it. I'd just like to pick up on a point you've just made there, Jamie. In, in the current climate of football and the way footballers are perceived, uh, I'm not saying, certainly not saying you or QPR or whatever, but there's a perception that sometimes footballers don't care. You've just actually said it. You've been absolutely terrible. You've been in horrible moods. I think that's quite refreshing because as a player, I just wanted to play. I, yeah. I didn't have anywhere near the injuries that uh, you've had and or a lot of other players, but I, it was the worst time of my career when I was sitting with a, yeah. a, a foot in a boot and the lads are running mm. around in front of you. But I think that's great to hear that, you know, not great to hear that your moods are terrible, but <laughs> you, you just want to be out there training and playing. Because yeah. as I say, there's a lot of stuff thrown at players, I think wrongly, that, uh, you know. But wrongly, but then at the same time, there are players. You can see why. Yeah. You, 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 have, have they you, give people like you to a bad name. You can see well. why, you know, and I've played for managers that uh, I could never understand. They deliberately, if you were injured, if I've got a broken foot, I don't want to be inconvenienced, but they get you in at eight o'clock in the morning and send you home at six. Well, <laughs> I think that's a little bit disrespectful to, <laughs> See, it's uh, funny. to, to the player or yeah. whatever. You know, I would be quite happy to go in at eight o'clock till 10, get my treatment that totally the experts have given me, and I get back as quick as I possibly can. So yeah. I see why some managers would do it. But I think that comes down to knowing your players. You were saying yeah, similar. yeah I'm, I'm totally, totally agree with, with Andy there that those days for me and I was actually had this conversation with the physio this week and, and they're great uh, at our place you know we've got really good staff who, who want to get you back fit quickly but yeah. um, you know the idea obviously as a player I, I want to be fit tomorrow so mm. I might even lie at times to say I want to be fit so they, they've got a duty to keep you fit yeah. so it's alright getting fit it's, you've got to stay yeah. there safely and it's not so they've always got the reins on you which is good but in a safe manner but I, I'm the same you'd be at the training ground from uh, you'd be there twenty four seven if it means you could get back yeah. a week quicker, exactly. a day quicker. You hundred percent you would. So those days, that's a complete myth to get players in as a punishment, and that doesn't happen now. They trust you. Yeah, we work hard when we're there. We work really hard because we want to get back fit. Yeah, for no one else, it's for mm. us. So, where do you stand on? We spoke about this, I think, last week when we were setting this this interview yeah. up, and we spoke about it. Where do you stand on the manager and his relationship with you? during the period you're out? Should he be in constant communication with you? Should he completely ignore you? Yeah, it's... Because um, <laughs> you gave an example, I, I think, last I, week. I, I've had a little bit of both where a manager, you know, he wouldn't set foot near the treatment room. Uh, his probably thought process at the time was, you know, you're, you're no good to me yeah, for the next week, available. two weeks, so you're yeah. no good, so he wouldn't even give... I've had a manager that used to come and ask how you were every day and reassure you that, you know get back as quick as you can but take your time come to the games come in the dressing room yeah. I've had a, both ends of the spectrum for me personally I would like I don't want a manager to go overboard but I still want him to come and ask how I am and make you feel that he's still thinking about yeah. you even though you are no use to him yeah, what about I think, you Joe? I think um, you know for again like we said which in, in all different aspects of football that you have to know your players mm. definitely that's a massive aspect I think of um you know, being a good manager and, and the best that I've worked with, every player is different. And I feel for a young player, if he was shown no no comfort or not being involved at all, it could really affect him because mm. he'd feel in their head as younger players, they might think that's me finished. Yeah. Where for me, for me, where I've played a lot of football under a lot of different managers is, I'll be honest with you, I'm happy 
if the manager isn't speaking to me I'm not the priority and I understand that I can't I can't give anything for this football club at the moment because I'm injured so I'm not actually any use to anyone and I understand that concept and to be honest with you there's a little element of you that I'm doing it for myself to play well because I love playing football but you you feel disappointed that you're not out there and you don't Mm. want to let anyone down so seeing the manager the whole time you you know you can't give anything back to him so it's quite hard so I'm more than happy to kind of like I'll be fit when I'm fit as quick as I can and I'm going to bust my balls to get back fit because I'm desperate to get out there then I can contribute to you in whatever way you see fit and we can try and get points and if I can help that then great I'll speak to you then Mm. in the meantime it's cool like Andy said it's cool with our manager to you see him around the training ground he's like how are you Jane you have banter I love I love the day-to-day interaction with people anyway so that's a nice element I think players your your fellow players are key as well I think that's where good pros will come into the run they'll recognize you know he's struggling he doesn't want to be in the treatment room and you know what that goes a hell of a long way if um, one of your teammates just spends a couple of minutes yeah. with you and just say you know what how are you getting on keep your chin up I know it's not easy all that sort of stuff you know yeah. I think that goes a long lot or even further than your manager because players you can probably share a little bit more of in the dressing room you can change them they see you around and most players go through an injury at their, uh, any stage of their career yeah. they know they're gonna know or they should know what you're feeling hmm. And I think uh, they have, I wouldn't say, had, but they haven't got a duty, but I think it goes a long way for the players just to, to, yeah. to, to yeah. make you feel like you're still a big part of what's what's happening. Yeah, I think, you know, I've had managers who will come in and, like I say, I love the banter anyway, so they'll be like, what are you, yeah, what, what are you doing in here? You can't get out my face. You can't do anything for me. Do you know what I mean? And and, and it's and it's tongue in cheek. But obviously, he is right in a way. So yeah. you have a bit of banter about, and then you know it inspires you anyway. Right, get your head down again in the gym. Yeah. And then yeah. the next week when you see him, I'll say to him then, "Quah, you didn't think I'd be out here this quick, did you?" Yeah. And then you see their face. No, I probably didn't. Like, <laughs> they're probably open. I was still out. <laughs> I suppose yeah. therein lies the challenge for a manager. You've got two professional players. One is saying. I'd like the manager to check yeah. how I am. And one who's saying, leave me alone. I've got no interest in these conversations. So there's no right or wrong no, no. because you can have two players playing at the same club for the same manager. One saying the manager's great when I'm injured and the other saying the manager's a nightmare when I'm injured. Yeah. It comes down to, I think it comes down You've to got pers- to know your players. personality of your yeah. players. Yeah. It's the same. It's you know, I, I might on a Saturday need an armour in my shoulder. Mm. Uh, Jamie might need a kick up the backside. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's knowing your players you and what read. makes them tick. And I guess that's where the manager earns his corn because he he needs to adapt, like you say, Paul, to both scenarios. Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, people define a manager as in loads of different ways. But from a player's point of view, my my definition of a top manager is man management of their players. Mm. And that, for me, goes a million miles further than... Do you know your job? Do you, that for me is a top professional or, or a professional playing, getting paid to play football. You should know your role. You should listen to what the manager says. You, sh- you should understand what your duty is for 90 minutes of a pitch. The rest of it is reading your players. So, so, Jamie, you would say that it's more important from a manager to have man management skills over tactical nows? Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I there's so many different aspects of being a manager and obviously I haven't been a manager but from a player's point of view and what I think with all the different amount of managers I've played for is that it can get lost now with reading your players and reading the mm. mood and you can get so much more from a player if they're in a great spirit mm. at, at, at the whole time. You spoke now, to Stephen Corker didn't you last week and Stephen Corker, you know, there was rumours galore in, in the window about whether Steve would be moving on or and he said that he came back here in pre-season the environment that Jimmy and his staff have created 
not overnight because he's been here since November and um, he's had a number of games and he's had like you say a pre-season but that environment is key for players Mm. yeah like I said I think sometimes you can have all the data in the world and and all of these aspects of football which is great and I I love that new element of football because you know I love working hard and I love I love all that aspects knowing how to manage your game and your week in different ways I'm all into that science but that doesn't tell you no no data in the world can tell you how I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if if his if his running aspect and how many times he's touched it is amazing, it's off the chart. But his mood's not great, and the next week he doesn't play great. But you know his stats then are going to dive down. They'll look at it and think potential managers now will look and go, oh, we've done too much. We've done. Yeah, it might be fatigue. Say, yeah. yeah. How you feeling, lad? Yeah, yeah. And he might say to you not great, I've got something up at home or mm. just like, I don't feel right anymore, I might need a little rest. All right, no worries, mate. We'll rest you this week and then he comes back flying the next weekend. Yeah. No data can tell you that. No, and yeah. I just think that Personal elements relationships, now, yeah. yeah, it can get lost. We've got a good balance at the moment, I have to say, at the training ground and all the lads are, we're winning football matches, we're working really hard. The lads have bought into a new a new manager and every new manager that comes along has got different ideas. So you do have to buy into that. And, you know, like, like at the moment, We've won three of the league games out of five, so so things are working and and everyone's happy, which results mean you're yeah, happy, which is a great thing, and that's what we all want for this football club because you know last year wasn't good enough. We need to be better than that. Okay, let's lighten the mood then. That was quite intense. That yeah. answer, well done. Um, on the spot with Jamie Mackey. Right, we're going to fire through these funniest teammate in your time at QBR. <laughs> Bradley Orr. <laughs> Bradley Orr, yeah. Um, we've probably seen a few of those instances. Uh, yeah. And that probably leads us on to the next one. Best prankster. Oh, best prankster. I don't know who's played any mad pranks. Probably you. I usually muck it back, <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll move on. Well, there, there's a few in that squad who used to like kind of like team up and, and do stuff, usually against like Dez or something like that, and <laughs> watch him just lose his head quickly, which we've all seen. <laughs> Favourite goal? <laughs> Uh, Liverpool at home or Derby away. The two of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, both amazing scenes. Craziest teammate. Craziest teammate I've had at QPR. Jesus, that's a crazy one. Um, <laughs> Deser is pretty crazy. Unbelievable fella. I love him. Um, love him as a guy, but yeah, he's quite crazy. Joey's quite crazy. All, all great lads. All the crazy ones, I think, are great lads. So it's interesting. Says, so. all, all the crazy ones are the ones that you really get yeah. on with. Um, best yeah. friend in your time at QBR? Oh, that's hard to answer. I'm very lucky. I've met some great lads here who we've got a tight circle of, of friends. So it'd be unfair for me, or I wouldn't be able to single one out. But from the year we got promoted the first time, we had a real tight-knit dressing room and four, five, six of us. And... Um, Joey also, when he was here, we got him great. So, yeah, we've got a good group. I'm lucky. Worst trainer? <laughs> I'd tell you the worst trainer was Heide Helgerson, but he was unbelievable on a Saturday. So uh, I think no one cared. <laughs> worst moment? Worst moment would be... I'd probably say last year I came back so buzzing to be back and I, I injured myself at, our local der- at, at the local derby. 3-0 yeah. down, not great. Not great moment. Best trainer. Best trainer, I'd say Clint Hill. He's probably he's the just the best probably at a lot of things that I've seen at this football club. Which probably leads on to the next one. Best professional. Yeah, it would be Hilly as well. Yeah, it'd be Clint Hill spot on every day. Um, trained as if it was the FA Cup final every day. Did it because he knew that's what it took. 
to get him out of it and um, you know anyone could learn from, from his agent hence why he's still playing at 37 big game for him this weekend yeah massive so <laughs> him and Joey got a big one this weekend uh, so yeah wish him all the luck Joey's really kept out of the headlines hasn't he yeah uh, yeah, I think he <laughs> yeah he's been quiet as usual but uh, nah, I wish him luck it'd be a good battle between him and well it's not between him and another player is it? it's all built up it's two two massive mm. football clubs yeah, yeah him and Scott Brown in the yeah of final one in this round uh, most memorable match Man City away even though we lost yeah, because we stayed up and that was the goal at the beginning of the season and just, it was mental, wasn't it? it was just... I always like the footage when people show that Aguero goal, if they show it far back enough, I always like the footage of you celebrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, while stupid, they're building yeah. up the most famous <laughs> yeah. goal in Premier League yeah. history. Yeah, I'm on the corner because our goal was to stay up, so it was like winning the Premier League yeah. to me. And Stand what about up. those scenes in the change room afterwards? It, it was weird, wasn't it? Because yeah, I, I think Samir Nasri was in there celebrating with like Jib and a few Yeah, others. I think he got told to get out quickly by yeah. um, a couple of the boys. But yeah. um, you, Dezza, and, uh, and various others were... But Joey wasn't in there, was the he? Joey Barton wasn't in the dressing room. No, nah, Joey was coach. back on the coach. But, you know, in the end, it, all of those things didn't matter to anyone. Yeah. In the end, we stayed up. Didn't yeah. we? And at the first game of the season, we would have stayed up by default on the last game by goal difference we'd have taken that I think so yeah, have so you had any been... insight as to what's going to appear in Mr Barton's autobiography later this month no I haven't actually I've just you know I, I chat to Joe get on really well with him but I, I haven't I haven't um, seen but it'll be a good read I think I'll uh, take myself off to the gym and read that pretend I'm working out yeah be a good read a I think there will be a few people with tin hats on no yeah, really. yeah. including yeah. Mozen it looks a bit worried um, a few questions that we've had in from the from the fans Jeremy Martin Griffin said how much do you remember that night against Liverpool we just touched on it that was one of the most special nights well you yeah. said alongside probably the Man City away game but in terms of games here that would be right up there yeah definitely it's uh, one I remember really clearly I wasn't happy at the time actually because I was on on the bench mm. which any player shouldn't be happy on the bench I wanted to come on but it's not about sulking proving a point um, came on and scored and it kind of like led us from there we got some really big results mm. at home that season so yeah I think you know it was my first year in the Premier League to score against like a, a massive club like that and uh, yeah great night I remember it all because it was a defensive mistake really that let yeah. you in wasn't it I'm, I'm trying to think who'd have and thought Rika, that was and Rika I think he yeah. Yeah, well Rika. I remember it I know who it was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watched it this morning I haven't scored since they show it every now and then don't yeah. Sky still um, yeah he Youngy, I think. Yeah, it was. It kind yeah. of like helped it back in. Kind yeah, of like, kind of like nothing, really. Yeah, it was a nothing of, ball, really. Yeah, and it was 2 all. Deja scored a great header, um, which was probably more amazing. And then um, <laughs> Jib scored. He was, kind of, he was ruthless in front of goal, wasn't he? And then, yeah, he missed the ball there. Um, yeah, and Pepe Reina was not going didn't he? Well, yeah, he's come out and you know, they're always big, so he's always a. And the celebration? I can't remember. I didn't think I picked him out through his legs. I just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> what was that I can't pretend I did that. You were, you yeah. were excited, but it, it looked like there was almost a loaded message as well. Yeah, of course it was. I mean, like, obviously, I look back now, I was a few years younger than I am. I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it now. I probably still would, but you learn your lessons, don't you? I mean, I was frustrated. Like I said, I wasn't playing football. I mm. wanted... well. I wasn't starting and I, I wanted to start. And but I don't think there's anything yeah. overly wrong with no, that. You basically no, lift your hands almost to the dugout so see, yeah. see what so I, I can, can do. do. Yeah. But I think if you're a manager and the way your player lets you know he's got the hump is by doing that, it's far yeah. better than a tweet or a, an That's interview that oh, you yeah. expected. Uh, yeah, I'm That's where you have to do your talking out yeah. on the pitch. So you, you answer your questions whether you're frustrated but, or not. You just said you don't salt, you, you wait yeah, for your chance yeah. and you take it. But looking back, you know, you don't, by scoring the goals enough, 
yeah. for him to go. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I look at it, I'm like, okay, if I'd scored and I'd done that, he would have been at home that night thinking naturally, oh, okay, mm-hmm. Jay deserves a chance. Yeah. I didn't have to do that bit. It all comes out when he scores, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. Um, so you look back and you, you kind of learn, but you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve, so mm. it's what it is. And we had words the next day. I don't think he was. <laughs> you, you've got to respect your manager then day. He's the boss, isn't it? Yeah. So you've got you've got to respect. Did, did, him, what, did he approach you to say? Yeah, no, remember no he said, yeah, did yeah. Really? No, I think his assistant manager said like, we're we're really pleased with you like, well done last night. But come on, like, no, I think they kind of made a joke into, oh, we're not sure about the celebration. And I was right. like, well. I'm not sure about being on the bench. Great <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right answer. So, yeah, so that was it. And I think it got laughed off. So it was right. like, so they got, they got their message across. There's no need for that, but it was done in, in, in quite a good a spirit. Yeah, and I knew anyway. I always knew. Um, Put you I hope I did. Wasn't in the squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope I did. Peter <laughs> Jeffrey asked, What was Adele like to play with? Oh, the good know, and the bad. Yeah, I've. I, do you know what? I've obviously I love, love this football club, so I've, I'm around this area as well. So everyone speak all my family like you. But I, I'll get asked that question on a daily basis, pretty much. So I've answered it sometimes. He is and was amazing, mm. absolutely out of this world. Yeah. The first year when we got promoted, he tore the league to shreds. He was mm. amazing. And I, on the pitch, you know what? Sometimes actually, what I used to do is I look in the changing room when I was doing my boots up. And I'd think, right, Jay, you've got to be on, you know, talking to yourself in your head. I do that. I don't know if any of you talk to each other. I, I was doing that, you know, prepping, like, come on, Jay, you've got to be right on it. I've got to be, I've got to be the sort of player on top of my game to, to look half decent, do you know what I mean? So when I'm looking across the changer, I see him, I thought, imagine being, imagine me lacing, him sitting there lacing his boots out. Mm. He must have been thinking, just give me the ball yeah. here. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I used to think. I used to think, come on, mate, like, just getting the ball, he's he was he was amazing. To uh, some of the things he did, I was like, wow, that's like I could. Either. What about Holloway? Were you playing in that game? Yeah, that was strong? yeah, that was crazy. So that yeah, obviously, that, like, obviously, yeah, everyone wants to go on to the flip side of it, but yeah. I prefer to just like, think how amazing he was and had the opportunity to play with someone that good. And well, it's just such a shame for me to I always say it that yeah. like he should be playing top top level. How how, old, how high is? Well, I, who's, what's my opinion? Don't count for anything, does no. it? But I, I've never been a top player. Played at the top top level for a long time. I, I, but playing play against, yeah, I play, well, playing against those players and seeing mm. him, I'm looking, going, you could have done that easy. But those players, obviously, who have got sustained careers at the mm. top level, have got all elements. Yeah, yeah. which their their which mental side of it is ridiculous, and you see the shape of them. Top pros are like animals at. 35 yeah. still yeah. you see them they're like they live for it and that's probably why they're ability wise though come on like you yeah. saw him play like you can't, mm. you can't tell me he ain't better than anyone in 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 and around the top team yeah. I don't think, don't think his ability was ever in question no. was it? so was... in terms of in the 2010-11 oh, I wanted to kill him most, dress away for, uh, most weeks <laughs> <laughs> so before the game you're saying you're tying up your shoelaces talking to yourself to get yourself yeah. right up for the game yeah. Sean Derry's in the toilets getting sick sick yes yeah, making what? himself spewing we've got the proclaimers on everyone's banging the banging the, <laughs> the skip yeah and what was um, what was what did Adele do chill just chill put his boots on tie his lace he's going to play in the park wasn't he that's why <laughs> he, 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 he that, that was him wasn't it that's why he did so well and then in the Premier League there's more demand isn't there there's, mm. the players are quicker stronger you've got to move the ball quicker you've got to, we're in a poor team then 
in the Premier League where we were we were bossing it in it. We, yeah, we ripped champion. it up. We weren't seeing league, as we? much of the ball in the Prem. Yeah, where we we had teams camped in their own half and we just if we were struggling, find the get the ball to him, get the ball to him. Yeah. Yeah. Neil Neil Warnock's man management of him was genius, absolutely genius. What about when he told you he's, he was he's an be unbelievable man manager? Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Adele? You winding me up? I thought I might because have you it. Because you had Hilly, you had Hilly, Desert, yeah, and yourself. You've got, no, Kelly. I'm never. I wasn't going to be. But I mean, you had Paddy. He brought Paddy in, who's like really experienced, and he'd work with him. You had, yeah, like you say, you had Desert. Yeah, well. you had. Yeah, you had good experience. Fitzall. Yeah, Fitzall was a yeah. great lad as well in the change room. You had experience all, all around. Good, Andy Fallen, what an amazing player. Mm. And then. And then he got it. I was a little bit younger. There's uh, the older lads would go, nah, it's cool. We'll buy into that. They saw the bigger picture. And yeah. that, that was where his man management was amazing that year, where yeah. he saw the bigger picture. And you'd get players who are a little bit young, possibly me, who's like hungry getting in a team I just got here. Yeah. And I'm like, what's this geezer doing? Like, he's taking it, you know what I mean? He's not, he's not buying into it. And then you realise now the bigger picture yeah. was that he was the difference to get us to where we had. Then I... He, he was a difference for like me and other players to have the opportunity to play in the Premier League. Mm. So you look back and went, but the flip side, yeah, away from home, sometimes in training, he was he was hard work because he, he weren't always on it. But, you know, he was a special... I remember doing a, player, a, Q, a Q&A with Clint Hill and the question was, I sent him from a fan, what's Adele Tarab like in training? And Clint's answer was, I've no idea. He doesn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of. It's weird because someone like that amazing, you'd be like, you know, like in the playground, you pick your teams. Like yeah. you'd, you'd go like, oh, get him. You'd think yeah. you'd get him on your team, but actually, you were kind of like, nah, because yeah, he might not have been on it. Like he might have just been like he wants to do his own thing. So, like I say, he was managed amazing that year, and they got the best out of him. And then the demand probably got a bit too high, and he, he had to buy into being top pro. And, that's why we, you know, he's done well for himself. But yeah, amazing player. Back to the present. Um, obviously, Blackburn Rovers. I suppose the the name Blackburn Rovers for Jamie Mackey throws up different types of emotions. Obviously, the the horrendous injury he picked up was one of them. Um, do you ever look back at, at that game or that day or that night and uh, what your sort of emotions like five six years on? Yeah, I think. I, I kind of like squashed the emotions. The next time I went there was in the Premier League and I, I scored two goals. We didn't win the game, but like on a personal level, yeah. you just sort of think, I, I don't actually think that much. I'm a bit dangerous when I start thinking. Since. <laughs> I, I, um, so when I, when I got to the next time that I played there, I was just like, I'm back now. The surgeons told me I'm, I'm fit. If I break my leg again, it, it ain't Blackburn Rovers. Like, do you know what I mean? I've just broke my leg. So I just kind of didn't think about it that much. Just got out there and played. But yeah, I was gutted when I did it because I was loving that season. But And it was a horrible day, wasn't it? Cause you, yeah. you weren't even due to play, nice. were you? You begged the manager to play. Yeah. Did was, you really? Yeah, it was... He was, no, was going well, to leave you, out. Yeah, because it was just the FA Cup we were flying in the league. So he, again, he looked at a bigger picture and thought, are we going to win the FA Cup? Do we need a cup run? great if you get a cut run but really we want to get promoted so it was like we still had a good team out but at the time we were struggling with injuries mm. so we couldn't really put a big team out and it's like Jamie you're coming you're on a bench tomorrow I'd, I'd probably played every minute up to them so I was like nah I'm not coming like sitting, I want to play like and, and well I hadn't played in the Premier League before they're in the Premier League yeah. I was like nah I'm, I'm doing well I want to play mm. see what I'm like against the Premier League team like test myself and so he's like oh, 
I remember him saying, if you get injured, I'm finding you. I was like, <laughs> and then kiss, the next kiss day, yeah, yeah, kiss done that. And so, but it was horrible afterwards, wasn't it, with the, the way Juve conducted himself and then um, yeah. obviously Neil came out and said what he said, um, yeah. comparing him to a sewer rat and there was yeah. all sorts of uh, goings on in the tunnel afterwards. It was just a, an ugly day and no, nobody tasted that more than you, really. Yeah, I think, you know, we had we had a real tight-knit group from, from the manager, the staff, all the players. So when someone was like that, it's sort of like you stick up for your own. The lads kicked off with him. They let him know that was it. Emotions run higher. The gaffer said we said it's an emotional game, yeah. um, and then things change after that, which is cool. It's football, and it you yeah, just you get off it. And so, yeah, not, and not everyone are like you're not going to meet hundred great lads playing football, are you? So I don't have a problem with him. Whatever, like I said, what he did, he get on with it. Then have you not. seen him since? Um, I haven't seen him like in general. You don't mix we hang out circles. in different in different <laughs> uh, circles. I think, yeah. I can't imagine. He doesn't go. To, he doesn't go to the big clubs. I do. I don't think. <laughs> Yeah. Let's so, look uh, ahead then. Um, seven games in in twenty one days now. Um, it just sums up yeah. the championship, doesn't it? I mean, obviously one of those is a cup game, but I think Aero Boris said the other day that only in England would you have that many games um, in such a short space. But obviously you're going to miss those games. But as players, you live for Saturday, yeah. Tuesday scenarios, don't you? Yeah, I think you know trainings. You know the gaffer's got the boys training hard, so I think they'll they'll see the uh, games as like a, an easy week. So yeah. I think any any player wants to play football, not train, don't they? I mean, training's training's wicked. I enjoy training, but you want to play football games. That's where it counts, doesn't it? So Saturday, Tuesday, get your recovery in. That's the championship. Like I say, like I've got mates who have played abroad, and in when you're abroad, they call it an English week when you've got yeah. there because they just they play every week don't they once a week and it's kind of easy and they get yeah. their break but that's that's the the championship and I think if you go on a roll like we're on now yeah. it's a great way of getting a foothold in the league and when when we're doing as well as we are we started really well let's go boom boom yeah. get the games coming you don't want the breaks do you what would you see as a good return Andy this week Blackburn Newcastle Oof. Huddersfield I mean Blackburn rock bottom Newcastle top six, Huddersfield top of the league. It's well, you, would, you would like to, you'd like to say three points against Blackburn, but as we discussed twenty minutes ago, it's yeah. not going to be easy. No givens. Newcastle, uh, my home. You know, I'm a Newcastle. I was a Newcastle fan. That's my team. I grew up there. Uh, they'll bring two, three thousand really good support. Uh, this has not been negative. I think if we can get something from that game. I think, uh, so if you take four points from your, your, yeah, your two home games, good return. Then you go to Huddersfield uh, at the weekend, flying. who were flying. Many people thought they would struggle. You know, David Wagner, I think, has brought in a load of players and they seem to have gelled really, really quickly. And they're probably the surprise package. So uh, from that game, if we take a point from there. So yeah. uh, I think if you work on... Well, if you work on two points a game as an average, you, you, well, you, 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 yeah. during the during the course of the season, that's going to get you promoted, whether you can get it or not. But uh, and if you just look at some of those names that are coming up in the next 21, uh, 21 days, you know Blackburn wasn't long ago that they won the league. Newcastle, massive club, you know Huddersfield, Sunderland, Premier League side. You know then we got Fulham, then you got Burton who are newly promoted. Yeah. Show me an easy game in that, and I'll yeah. I'll disagree with you. But the Newcastle game, the atmosphere should be pretty special because it's. A night game, Newcastle are bringing best part of 3,000. QPR fans, I always think they're always at their best when we're up oh, yeah. against a team that... Almost we, like we're the underdog a, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, you just, and we had it that season, <clears throat> you're going back to the Liverpool game when you scored the winner, and there was that spell and we effectively, as it turned out, had to win all five remaining home games because yeah. we, we weren't doing too well on the road. And it, when, when it was Liverpool, when it was Swansea, when it was Stoke, when you went yeah. out the second time, and, yeah. you just pull just it out, amazing. didn't you? I think 
I, I make, I, I, I kind of agree. I think those, if you're looking at, you, we all know, we've said it a million times, that you don't know what's going to happen. You mm. can pretty much flip a coin in the champ, can't you, most yeah. games? But you would think that those points are kind of like what you would look and go, right, we're at home against Blackburn. They've been struggling. We've been doing well. We should get three points. If we do, great. You then go into Newcastle with confidence. But I, I well fancy us against Newcastle because I know what we're like on a Tuesday night here, yeah. packed out. Their fans will do our, us a favour because it will be even even bigger. Yeah, ours always here. Sometimes yeah. they're not always falling away in. So it's only going to be a good game here. You know the atmosphere will be brilliant. We will be will be bang up for a game like that. So yeah, it's a tough game. But Huddersfield are flying as well. It's a tough league, and it mm. is. But I've, I we want to be up there. So we've got we've got to do well at home definitely. So when can we expect to see you back, mate? How long? Uh, yeah, I mean they they give quite vague. I'm always chasing for a date. <laughs> <laughs> quite vague things to me. But uh, yeah, now I'm back in the gym. I think I've that I've probably got to get my head down for a month in the gym to really strengthen. The, the ankle and the, the calf's gone missing. I've got a, a, an old an old bird's calf at the moment. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I need to get one of them back, work hard uh, in the gym, and then get get outside running and build up. So I don't know. I don't know a time frame, but it's not it's not a million miles away. And, you know, they're reluctant to give me a time frame, so I can't really mm. elaborate any further. You know, I'm kind of working on, right, four weeks, get your head down in yep. the gym, and then I'll box that off. Right, now, now what's next? Because two months it's like it's hard to get you yeah. I just want to you want to get out there and I, I've known of physios who say um, a player's going to be out for six weeks and a manager will say don't tell the player six weeks because he won't play for six weeks because mentally they just think I'm out for six weeks I would imagine the manager has to do the opposite with you it's like <laughs> tell him it's eight weeks because he's going to be <laughs> yeah. looking I've at seen, four otherwise like we were saying before about how managers act now like like I say, the gaffer's like, he's he's not like, he doesn't isolate you. He comes in and he has banter. I mean that I'd half be cool if he didn't. Yeah. But it is nice when they're, mm. you know, they come round and they still chat to you. But I always say, I think now he sees me off my crutches, he knows what's coming. So I say <laughs> to him, not long now. And he just like, get out. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think he, <laughs> I think he'd be happy not to see me until I'm out training. And then, like I say, he might regret even that. But yeah, it's part and parcel. Got to get on with it. Everyone's been great. Physio team's really good. We've got we've got good strength and conditioning. Well, very very good strength and conditioning guys actually at the training ground. So we're working hard. There's me, a couple of other boys have had knocks, which you don't want to see anyone ever get else get injured. I don't know what you thought when if you were ever injured since, but they you know if you've got someone else who's injured, you can get in. There's a bit more of an atmosphere in the yeah. gym, and Worry you get you get other. through it together, and you you know what I mean you do more. To, to get it's, back it's, out it's a lonely place when you're in yeah, yeah, it can be a really people don't quite understand you're looking out of windows you see the mates you're part of it but you're not part of it does mm. that make sense you know and you just uh, so if you have got a, a buddy there yeah. to work with it, I didn't realise I think this time that what foot, I, I love football it, just love playing football and when you're out it, it shows you don't, don't realise what you miss yeah yeah honestly yeah. it's, it's like, a short career and if, yeah, if you waste or not waste I that's can't. the wrong word if you take a year out of it through no fault of anyone's you know yeah. it's, it's like every time you enter the FA Cup every season you get knocked out that's one less chance you've got to yeah. win the FA Cup and they mm. don't come around very often so yeah. uh, certainly from my point of view can't wait to see you back yeah, it's always great to see you up the yeah, training round you. and uh, a speedy recovery but uh, put the brakes on a little bit yeah I will I'll be alright I, I can't get injured again I can't, can't, can't do that <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode four of the Loftcast. We'll be back later this month.